The Anatomy of Story, Chapter 7, Symbolic Themes. After story symbol and character symbol, the next step in creating a symbol web is in, to encapsulate entire moral arguments in symbol. This produces the most intense concentration of meaning of all the symbol techniques. For this reason, symbolic theme is a highly risky technique. If done in an obvious, obvious clumsy way, the story feels preachy. To make a theme symbolic, come up with an image or object that expresses a series of actions that hurt others in some way. Even more powerful is an image or object that expresses two series of actions, two moral sequences that are in conflict with each other. The Scarlet Leather Letter by Nathaniel Hawthorne. Hawthorne is a master of symbolic theme. A, the Scarlet Letter A appears at first glance to represent this simple moral argument against adultery. It is only over the course of the story that this very obvious symbol comes to represent two opposing moral arguments. The absolute inflexible and hypocritical argument that chastises Hester in public and the much more fluid and truly true morality that Hester and her lover have actually lived in private. Beau Guest, novel by Christopher Wren. This story of three brothers who joined the French Foreign Legion shows a crucial feature of the technique of symbolic theme. It works best when you do it through the plot. In the beginning of the story, the three brothers are children playing a game of King Arthur. While the oldest brother is hiding in a suit of armor, he overhears some information about a family sapphire known as the Blue Water. Years later, as an adult, he steals the jewel and joins the Foreign Legion, all to save his aunt's name and the family's reputation. That night's armor comes to symbolize an act of chivalry and self-sacrifice. The beau jest, that is the central theme of the story. By embedding this symbol in the plot, the writers allow the connection between symbol and theme to evolve and grow over the course of the story. The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. The Great Gatsby showcases a writer with tremendous ability at attaching symbol to theme. Fitzgerald uses a web of three major symbols to crystallize a thematic sequence. These three symbols are the green light, the spe spectacles billboard in front of the dump, and the fresh green breast of the new world. The thematic sequence works like this. 1. The green light represents modern America, but the original American dream has been perverted to seeking material wealth in the golden girl who is desirable only because she is beautifully wrapped. 2. The spectacles billboard in front of the dump stands for America behind the material surface, totally used up, the mechanical refuse created by America the material. The machine is eating the garden. 3. The fresh green breast of the new world symbolizes the natural world of America, newly discovered and, a full, and full of potential for a new way of living, a second chance at a Garden of Eden. Notice that the symbol sequence is out of chronological order, but it is in the right structural order. Fitzgerald introduces the fresh green breast of the new world on the very last page. This is a brilliant choice because the lush nature and huge potential of the new world are made shockingly real by their stark contrast to what has actually been done to that new world. And this contrast comes at the very end of the story, after Nick's self-revelation. So structurally, this symbol, and what it stands for, 
explodes in the minds of the audience as a stunning thematic revelation. This is masterful technique and a part of creating a work of art. Symbol for Story World In Chapter 6, I talked about many of the techniques used to create the world of the story. Some of these techniques, like miniature, are also symbol techniques. Indeed, one of the most important functions of symbol is to encapsulate an entire world or set of forces in a single understandable image. Natural worlds like the island, mountain, forest, and ocean have an inherent symbolic power, but you can attach additional symbols to them to heighten or change the meaning audiences normally associate with them. One way to do that is to infuse these places with magical powers. This technique is found in Prospero's Island, parenthetical, the Tempest, Circe's Island, parenthetical, the Odyssey, the Forest in A Midsummer Night's Dream, the Forest of Arden in As You Like It, the Dark Forest in the Harry Potter series, and the Forest of Lothlorien in The Lord of the Rings. Strictly speaking, magic is not a specific symbol, but a different set of forces by which the world works. But making a place magical has the same effect as applying a symbol. It concentrates meaning and charges the world with a force field that grabs an audience's imagination. You can create symbols that convey this supernatural set of forces. An excellent example is Moonstruck. Moonstruck by John Patrick Shanley. John Patrick Shanley uses the moon to give a physical manifestation to the notion of fate. This is especially useful in a love story where what is really at stake is not the individual characters as much as uh, the love between them. The audience must feel that this is a great love and that it would be a tragedy if it doesn't grow and last. One way of getting this across to an audience is to show that the love is necessary, that it is fated by fated, F-A-T-E-D, by powers far greater than these two mere humans. Shanley connects the two main characters, Loretta and Ronnie, to the moon by establishing Loretta from the beginning as unlucky in love. This creates a sense of the larger forces at work. Loretta's grandfather tells a group of old men that the moon brings the woman to the man. At dinner, Loretta's uncle, Raymond, tells the story of how Loretta's father, Cosmo, courted her mother, Rose. One night, Raymond woke up to see a huge moon, and when he looked out the window, he saw Cosmo in the street below gazing up at Rose's bedroom. Shanley then uses the cross-cut technique to place the entire family under the power of the moon and connect it with love. In quick succession, Rose gazes out at a huge full moon. Loretta and Ronnie, after their first lovemaking, stand together at the window and watch it. And Raymond awakes and tells his wife it's Cosmo's moon, back again. These two old people, long married, are inspired to make love. The sequence ends with the grandfather and his pack of dogs howling at the big moon over the city. The moon becomes the great generator of love, bathing the entire city in moonlight and fairy dust. You may also want to create a symbol when you write a story in which the world evolves from one stage of society to another, like village to city. Social forces are highly complex, so a single symbol can be valuable in making these forces real cohesive, cohesive and understandable. She wore a yellow ribbon. This story tracks a captain's last days before retiring from the U.S. Cavalry on a remote western outpost around 1876. Paralleling the end of the captain's professional life is the end of the frontier, 
parenthetical, the village world, and the warrior values that it embodies. To highlight and focus this change for the audience, writers Frank Nugent and Lawrence Stallings used the buffalo as a symbol. A big blustery sergeant, retiring just days before the captain, celebrates with a drink at the post saloon. He says to the bartender, the old days are gone forever. Did you hear about the buffalo coming back? Herds of them? But the audience knows they won't be back for long, and men like the captain and the sergeant will be gone forever, too. Once upon a time in the West. This huge operatic Western begins with the murder of a man and his children at their home in the wilderness. His mail-order bride arrives at the house to find that she is already a widow and the owner of an apparently worthless property in the middle of the American desert. While rummaging through her late husband's possessions, she finds a toy town. This toy town is both a miniature and a symbol of the future, a model of the town the dead man envisioned when the new railroad finally arrives at his doorstep. Cinema Paradosa The movie house of the title is both the symbol of the entire story and the symbol of the world. It is a cocoon where people come together to experience the magic of movies and the process create their community. But as the town evolves into a city, the movie house develops. I'm sorry, the movie house devolves, decaying until it's replaced by a parking lot. The utopia dies and the community fragments and dies as well. This movie house shows the ability of a symbol to concentrate meaning and move an audience to tears. The Matrix and then Network. If you place your story in something as large and complex as a society or an institution, a symbol is almost required if you want to reach an audience. Both the Matrix and Network owe much of their success to the symbol that represents the story and the social world in which they occur. The terms Matrix and Network suggest a single unit that is also a web of enslaving threads. These symbols tell the audience up front that they are entering a complex world of many forces, some of which are hidden from view. This not only warns them to stop trying to figure out to figure everything out immediately, but also assures them that fun revelations are on the way. Symbolic actions. A single action is normally part of a larger sequence of actions that comprise the plot. Each action is a kind of car in the long train of the hero, an opponent competing for the goal. When you make an action symbolic, you connect it to another action or object and so give it charged meaning. Notice that making an action symbolic makes it stand out from the plot sequence. It calls attention to itself, in effect saying, This action is especially important and it expresses the theme or character of the story in miniature. So be careful how you use it. Withering Heights when Heathcliff pretends to fight the Black Knight for Kathy at their castle on the moors, he is expressing their make-believe world of romance and Kathy's determination to live in a world of riches and nobility. Heathcliff is also playing out in miniature the overall story in which he fights the well-born Linton for Kathy's hand. Witness. By helping build a barn with the other man while trading glances with Rachel, John is signaling his willingness to leave the violent world of the cop and build a loving bond in a community of peace. A Tale of Two Cities Like Christ on the cross, Sidney Carton willingly sacrifices its life to the guillotine so that others may live. It is a far, far better thing that I do than I have ever done. It is a far, far better rest that I go to than I have ever known. Gunga Den Indian Coolie Gunga Den wants more than anything to be a soldier in the regiment like the three British soldiers he reveres. In the final battle, 
with his soldier friends badly wounded and captured, Dean blows his bugle, thereby exposing himself to certain death and saving his regiment from walking into a trap. 